0: This is the Langpreneur podcast, where each week we interview experts in the language learning industry who will show you how to turn your passion for languages into a profitable online business so that you can create an independent career doing something you love. I'm your host, Jan van der Aa. Hey, everybody, this is Jan, and you are listening to a brand new episode of the Langpreneur podcast. Wow, another exciting interview for today. First of all, I wanted to ask you how you're doing, you know, as always. Um I'm I'm very excited about, you know, and you know, especially after this this um It is a mastermind that we run like two weeks ago. So just in case you didn't know what happened. So we basically, Oli and I, we ran a workshop for some of the biggest language educators on YouTube, like a mastermind event. This was online, actually the first time that, you know, all these people were brought together. And uh, well, we gave a few presentations and we had big brainstorming sessions exchange ideas lots of q and a's are so basically helping each other to grow the businesses behind the following right or well, the followings that all these guys have so lots of lots of interesting ideas that we got from that event and uh, you know we're going to implement some of those ideas over the next few weeks and months here at Langpreneur so really excited for that um we gave a few presentations during that mastermind event, and uh, I'm trying to convince Oli to actually publish them here on the podcast. Um, still working hard; he doesn't agree. He <laughs> doesn't agree yet, but maybe if I push a bit harder, um, I can publish those presentations on the podcast here next week or the week after that. So, let's see. Now, for today, another interesting interview, of course. Um, this is episode number 37, by the way. So, whew, I've been doing this for. 37 weeks, um, nearly a year. And, you know, in most of the interviews, we talk a lot about growing a blog or a YouTube channel. You know, also talk a lot about mindset, about, you know, creating products, uh, monetizations. We haven't talked much about platforms like Instagram and TikTok. So I've been following Maria from Dein Sprachcoach for a while on Instagram. And uh, she's always very active there, lots of stories, lots of engagement. And, you know, I've been seeing that, I've been seeing her audience growing very quickly there. So she went from zero to 80,000 followers on Instagram in two years. But even more impressive, recently she also started experimenting with TikTok. And she went from zero to 180,000 followers in just three months. So TikTok is all very new. I don't know much about it, uh, yeah, personally but um you really the goal of this interview is to um really get a better understanding of how instagram works and how tiktok works some of the opportunities so we're going to learn about maria's story um differences between you know growing an instagram on instagram and tiktok how to thrive and grow on each channel the importance of finding your voice growth strategies all that kind of stuff right so um before we start with the interview, I just wanted to, to tell you that the um, the tickets for our annual Langpaner Mastermind event are now on sale. So we booked this uh, huge villa in Crete, in Greece, um, where we're basically going to gather with other like-minded Langpaners, and we're going to, you know, exchange ideas, um, work on our businesses, with. A view over the uh, over the ocean, basically. We booked a villa on the top of, an, of, of the um, on a mountain with a nice view, swimming pool. We have a private chef, all that kind of stuff. So this is really for an unforgettable network experience, learning experience with all the like-minded lengtheners. You can only sign up if you have a working business. We want to keep you know the uh, the quality of and high. So you need to have a working business if you want to uh if you want to join us there Uh, we have only 10 spots so it's a really small event and we started selling tickets you know a few days ago and most of the spots have already been booked so if you think you're a good fit then reach out to me just send me a dm on instagram or just mail me at info at com, and it will then we will see if you are if you are a good fit and uh, i will let you know how you can join us okay so if you're ready, then let's get started with my interview from Maria from Dein Sprachcoach. Enjoy. Hey Maria, welcome to the Langpanner podcast. Uh, good to have you. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Who is Maria? And uh, yeah, what is it exactly? What you do with languages and?
1: Hey Jan, thanks for having me. Yeah, my name is Maria, and I originally come from Russia, and I've been living in Germany since thirteen years now. Mm. And I started teaching German maybe 12 or 11 years ago. Mm. Um, At the beginning, I was given individual classes. And a couple of years later, I started working at a secondary school Mm. with small kids. Basically, uh, kids who came from different countries, for example, Mm. from Romania. Mm. And um, I was helping them to integrate Mm. into the mm, yeah into the German society and to mm. learn language. And I was using different methods because you have to use different methods. You have mm. to play a lot with kids. Mm. And it was really fun, but um, I'm, I'm a kind of a person that needs a new challenge from time to time. And I, um, I was thinking to, um, about working with adults because it was way more challenging for me, but I didn't know if they would like me. <laughs> Mm. Because um, kids, you know, they are so um, open-minded and so honest, and I didn't know if it will work well with adults, Mm. but it did. Mm. I started working at a language school um, here in Germany, Mm -hmm. and um, I've been doing it for about five years, Um, and my students used to tell me that, um, Maria, you know, it would be so nice, to keep in touch and to see you somewhere online Mm. because you can explain it in a very nice way and um, we understand everything what you're telling us. And it's way more difficult to understand stuff from textbooks or maybe even from other teachers because they were using maybe difficult Mm. words Mm. and I was trying to keep it simple. And that's how I... (laughs) I had this idea of starting an Instagram channel. Um, I really like when someone is taking pictures of me, but <laughs> the idea of speaking in front of the camera, um, I, I kind of freaked out. So um, it took me a long time to start making videos. And yeah. I, I think I <laughs> I needed 80 takes for my first w- video and it was only one minute and yeah. then I sent the last the final take to my mom and to my best friends and they kind of encouraged me come on you should (laughs) post it and it's it looks great and so I did it it was about two years ago yeah and from that time I started working really hard on Instagram Um, so at the very beginning you have to you have to give a lot. You have to give a lot of free content. You have to show your expertise, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's very important for people to to trust you mm. and to understand they are really an expert and you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so I've invested a lot of time um, working on my content. I had a very tough. Um, I had a very tough content plan, posting mm. five times. A week so I had only Saturday and Sunday. so on these day days I didn't post anything, but I was preparing my content for the next week. Um but um, you know every hard word will be rewarded afterwards. So yeah. um my channel started to grow and I got more and more people um who were interested for learning German. Mm. Um and what it was really nice, it was There are people from all over the world because Mm. I'm speaking only German because my mother tongue is Russian. Mm. Um, But I try to explain everything in German and Mm -hmm. very simple way for everyone to understand.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's go back all all the way to the beginning because when you came to Germany, did you already speak German?
1: Um, Just a little bit. So I... I had to attend um, language school like my students do now. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn German because um, I could speak German. Um, At that time, my English was very good. (laughs) Mm. Um, Now, it's it's maybe not because I'm not practicing that much. But my German wasn't very good. And I had to learn everything by myself. I, um, I took classes and I had to pass an exam in german and to learn everything
0: and then within a few years you got to a level where you could actually teach other people german
1: yeah actually within a year within a year
0: yeah
1: i got my c2 certificate a year after being in germany okay because i've (laughs) been learning very intensively yeah
0: yeah. So uh, you said you started so the reason you started the Instagram channel in the first place was actually because your students were asking for it.
1: Right? Yeah. <laughs> so it so, yeah. it wasn't my idea, it came from my students. And mm-hmm. I, I at the beginning I didn't believe it will go well because oh really guys, you think <laughs> I should do it? And they were encouraging me encouraging me all the time and um yeah, that's why I mm-hmm. I decided I will give it a try.
0: Mm. And why did you decide to go for Instagram and not for, not for YouTube or uh, while well, TikTok wasn't around, I think. Uh, why not for a podcast or, I don't know, a blog? It could be anything else. No, Why did you decide to go for Instagram? Um,
1: actually, it's very interesting. Very interesting because, um, and, and it was a very good lesson for me. Um, you should never listen to people who are not at the place where you want to be. Mm -hmm. Because at that time, I I did that. And I listened to people who were telling me, you know, uh, YouTube is already dead. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's no space for you on YouTube. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, it's too late to start a YouTube channel. Um, And these people didn't even have (laughs) a YouTube channel. And they Mm -hmm. were talking about it like experts. Mm -hmm. And um, I listened to them and... I kind of liked Instagram so I started on Instagram because I, I like I also like pictures and I'm a very visual <laughs> type yeah, yeah, of a person yeah, yeah. and I it like it felt right yeah um, but now I know actually I have a YouTube channel since March yeah. and uh, yeah I, I don't think it's late because if you're producing a good content it will perform it someday but um, it just takes it time
0: yeah exactly as long as you you know create content that is unique that people like that's authentic is never really too late right so you started um yeah on instagram did you have any idea about how to grow an instagram channel when you started like did you have a plan did you know that it was possible to to grow a huge following like how big is your following on instagram today
1: um, it's about seventy-seven
0: thousand. Seventy-seven thousand. So, yeah, bring us back to the early days of of, of that instagram st- uh, channel. When was it exactly, by the way, when you when you started it? It
1: it was um, August f- yeah, two years ago.
0: Two years yeah. ago. Okay. Yeah. From next so month, in-
1: month it will be two years.
0: So in two years, from zero to seventy-seven thousand followers. Like, what was? Did you have a strategy, or, or was it luck? Was it hard work? Tell us a bit how you did it.
1: So, Jan, in my case, it's always hard work. <laughs> it's not <laughs> luck um, because um, I'm a person who is planning every step. So there's always a strategy behind it <laughs> um, before starting an Instagram channel. So the idea came from my students, but um, I'm the one. I'm, I'm not a spontaneous person. I have to plan everything. I have to, to think maybe it looks sometimes it looks spontaneous, but every story or every feed post it's something I've been thinking about a lot and Mm. there is something behind it. So maybe Mm. if you don't uh, see it at first sight, but there is something I've been thinking about
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) a a long time. And before starting um, an Instagram channel, I attended an online course for... Mm. um, um, the I bought this course um, from another blogger um, was a Russian girl, and the course was in Russian about starting a business for women
0: <laughs> yeah what, what was her name? like do we mm. do we know her or?
1: yeah sure um, yeah, like in russian it's Veronika Gafonova okay <laughs> maybe you know her mm, yeah. um, she's pretty big and now she moved to California by the okay. way mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so I um, visited her online course and mm. I met a lot of other creative women so we were I think 117 people in this course Mm. and she was telling a lot about starting a business online or Mm. starting an Instagram channel and telling us about some insights and how to grow on Instagram and how to create um, selling texts or how to yeah like how to upload stuff or Mm. um, there were a lot of different things and based on her information Um, and a lot of other things. So I had to to do some research as well. And I created my own content plan. Um, and actually I was one of the most successful girls, (laughs) maybe the most successful girl in her course. And she also had an interview with me afterwards and I'm on her website, like testimonial.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, she helped me a lot. And, um, so you have to, um, be very active at the very beginning. So you have to answer to all the comments and to like, to see what people want to, to learn, what people want to learn from you and how they react in a positive or in a negative way. And um, so I was looking for other people who were teaching German on Instagram. And um, I was trying to connect to these mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And by the way, now we are a big family. And we are supporting each other. And um,
0: German teacher Instagram family.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So um, yeah, like you have to um, connect with others and to to react to what people mm-hmm. want to see.
0: Mm-hmm. So so what was the plan? Like you said, okay, now I'm going to get started, and then you worked out like you started planning all the content for every day photos, but also you're big on Instagram stories. And then you just record, you just follow the plan and, and, and every morning you wake up and you go to your, your plan. You say, okay, today I have to do this and then you record the stories and that's it for the day or is it something like that you're working on all day long? Like also in your private life when you're going to the supermarket, you're thinking, oh shit, now let's do something for Instagram. Is that something that's always on your mind? Or yeah,
1: it's something. <laughs> I'm dreaming about Instagram. And yeah. at that time I was working at the language school because I couldn't concentrate on Instagram all day long because I had my job and I also have a son who is now eight years old, so mm. I'm also a mom and I have to <laughs> to manage so many things at the same time. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> Even if I went to the grocery store, I, I was like, oh, um, I could tell my audience about the articles of yeah. vegetables or fruit. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was always on my mind. And sometimes you have to react in a spontaneous way Mm -hmm. and show something, what is going on in your life. And I think um, it is also very important on Instagram to show a part of your personal life, Mm -hmm. like to give people the opportunity to learn you better. Um, I'm not showing everything. (laughs) I'm just showing...
0: (laughs) No way you're taking a shower. (laughs)
1: No, Um, by the way, I'm blocking everyone who is texting me, something like that. And at the very beginning, it was very, um, very hard for me because um, I think I had maybe 95% male (laughs) audience and only 5% female. And it was really hard. I got maybe 10 to 30 proposals every day. Every day. It was so annoying, uh, but my channel started to grow as I got more female audience, and now I think it's maybe seventy percent, sixty percent on Instagram, sixty percent female audience.
0: That's interesting. Do you do you know like why that happened? Is do you like start to put out different kind of. of... Of content out there or what do you do to attract more was that a conscious choice
1: <laughs> I think um I started to um so I, I started to buy advertisement from other bloggers oh, okay. and I um I've chosen some bloggers on purpose who were like mom bloggers they were talking about pregnancy and mm-hmm. um kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it's natural that they have more women than men yeah, yeah. and I got a lot of female audience from that bloggers
0: mm. how does it work advertising like you you do like you pay for a sponsored post or something or how does that work
1: um so i think stories work best so I, I just paid for for a story for mentioning it in a story and they were telling about my account um ah. now i'm not doing that anymore i've I've stopped doing it maybe mm. a year ago because now people are recommending my account
0: anyway like, because they for like free. The content. <laughs> yeah well, that's even yeah. better, so how does that work because i i like if 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 i want to uh, if I want somebody else to promote my instagram and if and the the person in question has i don't know a hundred thousand followers on instagram, what are the rates like what are we thinking about? maybe it depends on the niche of course, but what what does like how does how does that work and uh has it worked for you like what did you gain from it
1: so um it's it's very different i think it depends on the niche and um if it's like a personal blog um so i never paid more than 50 euros <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah okay so what like- do you get in return like uh 50 followers or 100 or
1: so the best in in best case maybe 1000
0: 1000 okay yeah
1: so it was a good deal
0: (laughs) yeah so is this something that you would recommend to you know to starting instagrammers
1: um yes but not at the very beginning so you have to produce content for for others to see who you la- uh, who, who mm-hmm. you are and yeah. what they can learn from you and it's also very important to to post useful content not just a picture hey here am i and mm-hmm. i'm <laughs> mm, yeah. i'm having dinner <laughs> with my yeah. friends so um it should be something people can can learn from you yeah um like new words, vocabulary, um, or maybe learning techniques mm-hmm. or methods.
0: So what is your, your content strategy? I mean, like when you started the Instagram channel, were you thinking about, okay, how can I be different from the rest? How can I turn this into a, in a, in a success or yeah, was it just like you had this idea?
1: I think you ha- you have to find your voice and it's, it's a process because if I look at my first feed post on Instagram, it's very different because I was talking about learning languages in general. I was Mm. trying to give um, advice and uh, tips how to learn, how to learn German uh, or languages in general and how to concentrate or how to pass German exams. Now I'm way more specific. Mm -hmm. So now I'm, so I noticed that people want to learn vocabulary they maybe cannot find in textbooks, yeah. uh, something you can learn in Germany on the street. Yeah. and That's what they like.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's really a learning process, right? You start out by what you think is best, and then just by doing it, by reading the comments, just by looking at the engagement, you try to figure out what people like, and, and you start doing more of, of that.
1: Yes, exactly. It's always finding your voice, your, <laughs> and, and you should really be pa- passionate about what what you do because if you don't, if you don't like the process, because I think Instagram is maybe even harder than YouTube because you have to be there every day. Yeah. So for these two years, so I've been producing content. It doesn't matter if it's stories or feed posts. I've been producing content every day, and it's like my daily routine, like cleaning my teeth. <laughs>
0: How much work is it for you, like, every day, Instagram? Mm. And then, like, when I'm talking about the story, I'm I'm not talking about, like, replying to messages. I'm just talking about, like, the stories. Mm. Because you post, like, how many stories do you post a day? 10 or 20?
1: It's different. So uh, maybe, no, I think less than 10, plus um, five stories, but um, I'm trying to be useful on stories as well. And that's mm. why I add subtitles for people yeah. who don't um, speak German very well. They can listen to me and they can read what I'm saying. And
0: yeah.
1: th- this is something um, people are very thankful for. Mm-hmm. And I I got a lot of positive feedback as I started to post these stories with subtitles because people think it's very useful. Mm
0: -hmm. Now let's say I'm starting out, I want to become a successful entrepreneur and I choose Instagram as my platform. How much time do you think I should invest every single day in order to get some traction? And what do you think is needed? What's required here?
1: Yeah. So, um, (laughs) I think it depends on the person because I am, um, I'm a perfectionist. It's, it's not that good. (laughs) Sometimes it's very bad. Um, you know, it's, it's a funny thing. I have a poster in my bedroom, um, saying better done than perfect. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, um, this is something that reminds me of like posting the content without trying to make it perfect because I I just want to to choose the perfect picture. And, um, -hmm. if you want to have a look, look at my phone I have so many takes even for the stories and if I say something wrong or if I don't like how oh, really? how I look <laughs> um I do it again and again but maybe oh. for a person who is like more spontaneous and not that self-critical it will take way less time but I, I don't know so I think five hours a day
0: <laughs> five hours per day for for five stories
1: no not for five stories but uh so you have to search for ideas and to stories are pretty simple but there's way more than stories
0: like what the content ideas
1: yeah content ideas i i have like a list of ideas for my videos because now i i need ideas for youtube i need ideas for tiktok i need ideas for instagram and it should be all different. Yeah. And I have a list of ideas, but um, it has to feel right at this very yeah. moment. Yeah. And if it doesn't feel right, um, maybe the idea is good, but I have to search mm-hmm. further.
0: Okay. Well, in a few minutes, we're going to talk about. TikTok and YouTube would like to know more about that as well. But first for Instagram, because, well, as you mentioned, there's quite a lot of work. If you want to do it well, if you want to build a big following, then I think the big question that many people have is um, is, is, is why. Why will you do it and, and how does it pay off? D- does it pay off or is this more like a hobby, something that you like doing, or is it also something that generates business? How important do you think Instagram is for a a language business
1: Uh, I think it's very important Um, but as I've already told you you have Mm. to um, invest a lot of time at the very beginning to to start growing and I started to earn money maybe a year ago Mm. I know I was really happy about that Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, because I started selling my conversational courses on Instagram and that was my first product and um, I didn't even expect that someone will buy (laughs) a Mm. course uh, and it it felt so great that someone was willing to pay me and they were so happy after having this course with me because it really helped them. and, um, how, how big?
0: How big were you at the time on Instagram? You um, remember that? How many followers?
1: It's hmm, a good question. Maybe
0: just sort of people to get an idea of what's realistic. Twenty
1: thousand.
0: Oh, Not twenty thousand. Okay. Yeah. So twenty thousand followers. You put out this uh, this course. You announced it, and some people bought it. Like they they send you a DM, or how does that work?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, um, and then we had this first course. I had a concept for this course and it was a great success. So people were starting to talk about my course. So um, now I don't actually have to advertise for my courses because uh, people know <laughs> that's from from their friends or <laughs> like yeah. other of German learners.
0: Mm-hmm. So you think that it's... I mean, we we talk to I talk to a lot of uh, languageers or people who are getting started, and uh, you know they they ask me, "Yeah, what should I do? Should I start a blog or a podcast or YouTube or Instagram?" Well, first of all, I always say choose something that you're passionate about. Maybe a platform that you use yourself as well, because then you you already know what's working. You know who the big big players are. With Instagram, because I don't have a lot of experience with Instagram myself, but what what I'm wondering sometimes is how how realistic is it to turn an Instagram account into a business in your opinion? Like mm. what, 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 what's someone who just gets started on Instagram, what kind of expectations should this person have? Like how realistic is it to turn an Instagram account in, into a full time business within a year or two years? Like how, what, what do you think?
1: Um, so I think it's the right way to go. Um, what you already told me, um, just to choose a platform you you really like yourself. Mm. Because I, I loved Instagram and that's why mm. I, I have chosen Instagram. Um, so if you are just starting or want to start your language business online, um, so you should just ask yourself, do you really love it? And would you be ready to, to do that without getting any money for yeah. at least a year? Yeah. If your answer is yes, so go for it Mm -hmm. because you can't expect getting money on Instagram or I think any other platform at maybe within the first year. Yeah, that's true. Because it takes a time. Um, Yeah, but um, it's definitely possible to turn Instagram into into a business because right now, so I, um, so I, Quitted my job at the language oh, school did. In oh, February And uh, so f- since February I'm um, <laughs> I'm working on my Instagram channel so and it's Enough money to, to live yeah, for, Like for me and for my family And yeah. uh, I can Concentrate on my online Stuff and right now I'm Working on my online course mm-hmm. uh, For German pronunciation This is something um, A lot of um, my followers, a lot of students, um, were asking me hmm. in the past years, and um, I'm working on the contents right now.
0: Great. Any any last final tips for? Well, we're going to talk about all those other <laughs> platforms in a moment. But any any final tips for people who want to get started on Instagram in our niche? Like, what are some of the actions that you've taken in the past that have contributed the most to your success? Like, what do you think is important for someone? Uh, so, yeah.
1: I think it's <clears throat> it's more important to start with videos rather than pictures because it, uh, people want to hear someone speak and to like to train their listening comprehension skills, and um, it works way better than videos uh, than pictures. I mean, so um, you should start with videos and like try to find your. Your own voice, and not to copy copy someone else, because there are so many Instagram accounts copying my stuff, or even stealing my videos and posting my videos on their accounts. Um, but you know what? I'm I'm not even getting angry, <laughs> because um, lately I've read a quote. A quote: um, They can copy your your style, but they cannot copy your creativity. And if you're following your passion and you if you're following your inner voice you will always be a step ahead Mm -hmm. so it's very important and um yeah and being consistent is also very important Mm -hmm. even if it feels hard even if you um, don't get so much feedback Mm -hmm. just try keep on doing it Mm -hmm. It's, it's very important to be consistent
0: how important are hashtags and uh, collaborations?
1: Um, hashtags um, are, I think, they're important as well. I've, um, yeah, I've tried so many different things, uh, posting national or international hashtags. You should just try, try it out, which yeah. way works best for you, and mm. collaborate with people. I think when you have about 1000 followers Mm -hmm. it's um, way easier to collaborate with other Mm. bloggers
0: can you give one example of a way you can collaborate with with somebody else on instagram um just like a story like someone else sharing your story and then you sharing their story or how, how do you do that
1: so if you're a small blogger i would recommend you to find other small bloggers maybe like someone like you, or a bit bigger, and to yeah, to write him or her, and say that, um, can, I would like to mention you, I really love your mm. blog, and mm. I, I, I would like to mention you in my story. Um, could you do the same, mm. but maybe on different days? <laughs> yeah. 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 And you're telling about the person's blog, and she or he is telling about you. Yeah. So, yeah. this is something that works
0: so the idea is to to collaborate with someone who is not an instagrammer but but a blogger or Um, does it kind of both work
1: um so it um, the person should be on instagram because cross platform is not working so the person should be on instagram but it doesn't necessarily have to be a language blogger Hmm. So, so maybe someone who so i was kind of thinking who could have my potential clients <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um i made a list so maybe some travel accounts or some travel bloggers mm-hmm. or some mummies um who are russian but living in germany mm-hmm. yeah. and um it really worked well
0: so the main question is where does your ideal customer hang out right who yeah. has who has that audience and Then you just go to those people if they also have an instagram account of course
1: yeah. yeah. So it should be on Instagram because if you want to grow on Instagram I had I already had collaborations with YouTube um, channels but it doesn't work. So cross platform mm. is not a, the way to go. Mm. It should be all on <clears throat> on Instagram.
0: Great. Let's move over to TikTok because TikTok is something new. I have never used it myself. Um, well, first of all, for the people who are also new to this, give us a, a short summary of what TikTok is.
1: TikTok is a crazy platform. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, Actually, it was a platform for young people. Um, and with um, So you don't have pictures there. It's only videos and with a lot of people dancing. And um, it, it was also used for lip sync. So, mm-hmm, like someone mm-hmm. singing, and you're just moving mm-hmm. your lips. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but nowadays, TikTok's TikTok is way more than that. So, mm.
0: um, it's mainly short videos, right?
1: Exactly. So okay. it's um, fifty-nine seconds. 59 no, seconds, not okay. not even a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, it was also new to me. I didn't know anything about TikTok because my son is. He's a small child, he's eight, and he doesn't use any social media because you I think you learn a lot from your kids. If you have school kids, they so they are all using TikTok. And um, so f- first of all I like I created a kind of a anonymous account <laughs> like to see how it works and what TikTok is. And I think I've been using this account for about two months, like to observe
0: mm-hmm.
1: big creators and to see how it works and what kind of features you can use. And it was, I think it was the end of March. Um, so everyone else, so it was in the middle of Corona time and everyone was like at home and really bored. And I thought it is the perfect time <laughs> to start. Yeah. A TikTok channel because uh, you have to entertain people, and um, that's what people of, need
0: during a crisis, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> instead of watch, watching stupid videos, um, it's better to watch something you can learn from, yeah. and that's why I I made the first video. It was a video with my son, <laughs> mm. where I was teaching him how to how uh, yeah, to be more polite in German and how to express your wishes in a very polite way. And it was kind of a sweet video. Um, and the next one, so at the beginning, I asked my son to, <laughs> to support me and to play a small role in my videos. Um, but then I started producing videos alone without him. And... Uh, the first video that really exploded that went viral uh, and i think everyone has seen this video it has now it has over three million clicks um i was explaining people that it's um the correct way how to write the word thank you in german because it's dankeschön Mm -hmm. and um a lot of people make mistakes and they write it like together Mm -hmm. you should write it separately Mm -hmm. and there is the big dictionary it's called Duden and it's the best one in Germany and if Duden says says something it should be like that Mm -hmm. and um, it was a very short video and I was like explaining but you have to be entertaining I've written this word on a sheet of paper and then I took scissors and I cut Mm -hmm. it in the middle (laughs) and that's the the wrong way to (laughs) to mm-hmm. spell it so you should spell it separately and the funny thing is because if you're texting someone if you're writing a message um so the autocorrect system doesn't recognize it because there are two ways to write mm-hmm. this word because it can be a noun
0: yeah. and
1: in this case uh, you should use a capital letter and you should write it together
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it can be uh, like the answer like thank you um you 're welcome uh, in this case, you should write it separately, and a lot of people reacted, so i I got so many hate comments <laughs> okay. um, but for me i like, like I, I know how, how it is. I have a lot of haters on instagram, so that 's fine it 's engagement if you write, if you 're writing comments it 's <laughs> yeah so i don 't feel it like hate um, it wasn 't against against me, but it was against this idea, so they mm. said like We've been always writing it together Mm -hmm. and we are not going to write it separately.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the the idea for TikTok is that you come with videos that are short, creative and entertaining.
1: Yes, it should be very entertaining and the things that work on Instagram will not work on TikToks because Mm. you have to be very creative.
0: And more visual maybe?
1: More visual, you have to show things and... Yeah, so it's uh, way more creative.
0: Yeah, and then how does it work? I mean, can people subscribe or follow or like, how can you go viral? Do you need to use hashtags or how do you get traction on, on TikTok? Because you, so, you grow just for, the, just for the listeners. You only started actively posting on TikTok three months ago. And yes. you have, what do you say, 170,000 followers? Uh, one hundred
1: seventy-six.
0: in just three months so yeah well the short question is how (laughs) how do you do that by creating good content we already know that but is it something else like do you do any collaborations or hashtags or doesn't it work on tiktok i don't know uh is it something else that you did except um, for just I started
1: collaborating yeah Yeah. (laughs) i started collaborating with other tiktokers maybe a month ago so um didn't really help me to grow Mm. um so it's very important to find the topics that uh, kids are interested in so Mm -hmm. it should be something that uh, yeah well that they want to respond to Mm -hmm. and you also have captions in um in a TikTok video but it's very short Mm -hmm. um and you are using hashtags so i'm always using hashtags but maybe Maximum five hashtags for each video. And I'm, so in every video I have a call to action. So you have to ask for something at at the end or maybe in the caption. So I'm asking for their opinion or maybe I don't know. So I'm explaining um, how the word is spelled and then I am asking them at the the end of the video and how do you spell this word?
0: So, so you want engagement, right? Because when people it, engage in TikTok and see ah, oh, is engaging content and then they, they list you higher in the, in the algorithm or are they, does it have an algorithm?
1: Yes, like uh, definitely. Know. But no one knows how it no works. One knows how it works. <laughs> yeah. And even the guys at TikTok, they, so no one knows how, how it works yeah. and actually TikTok itself, um noticed my content and they invited me to be a part of um, a new campaign because so, they mm. started a new campaign um in june and it's called called um learning with tiktok mm. learning with tiktok and i am so proud to be a part of this campaign because they want to to change the character of the whole platform mm. and to attract more creators who educators um, who produce um, educational content. And mm. in this program, we are not only teachers. So I think um, so. there are German teachers, math teachers, designers, lawyers, tech consul- consultants, uh, yeah. fitness instructors, so many different people from different areas. And mm. um, we are also producing educational content trying to... Um, spread our knowledge mm-hmm.
0: what kind of people are you trying to attract with your tiktok are you focusing on a younger demographic here or just on the same like who are you targeting with uh, with tiktok
1: um so basically it's um german learners but it's also um kids who are who maybe have problems with the german language because even mm. if you're a native speaker it's not natural that you have like the best grade in german you still have to learn and um it's also very interesting that i have um 76 percent female audience on tiktok as well Hmm. Hmm. and by Hmm. the way um i'm very happy about it because um it's basically only girls who buy my courses it's very seldom that i have guys
0: so it's the guys who who propose you and as the women who actually buy your courses. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's clear then where the, where the business is. So, um, yeah, which brings us to the next question. Like, what is the business behind TikTok? Like, do you also sell through TikTok or do you get clients from there? How does it pay off?
1: So right now I'm pretty new on TikTok, but I'm already on this um, part of this TikTok campaign and I'm getting paid from TikTok itself for the oh. videos I'm making. Mm. and um, so you ha- can collaborate with different brands. Mm-hmm. For example, um, last week I um, I made a video mm. uh, for for a brand. So it's they produce clothes for people um, who come from Russia but live in Germany.
0: Oh, that's specific. And
1: yeah, it's very specific, and they um, they contacted me over Instagram because you can write each other on TikTok. It, only if you are friends with a person so Mm. no one can text me or like send me a message Mm. um, if i don't follow this person back
0: Mm. okay so tiktok is well for you then at the moment is mainly sponsorships and um, do you also think that it could be a good platform to sell your own services or do you think think people are just crawling around and want to be entertained
1: um, I think so because people want really want to learn. So it's not only about entertaining. Because um, two weeks ago I um, made a video telling people about my free ebook that I've written, and um, it's about ten steps to learning German. Mm-hmm. So the most effective ways that helped me to learn German, and I just wanted to share these mm-hmm. steps with. The audience, and that's why I've written this ebook, and I'm offering it for free. So um, and it got over sixty thousand clicks. So
0: sixty thousand clicks.
1: Yeah. So um, I think um, TikTok is also, or maybe will be, even a better platform in future to to promote your own 60, products.
0: Sixty thousand clicks, and how many people did download the ebook? Do you know that? Did you track that?
1: Um. About 2,000 people.
0: Yeah. Well, that's still that's still a lot, yeah. And have you also tr- tried to sell something to those people or, or not yet? Um,
1: not yet because I will be selling my yeah. pronunciation course in autumn when yeah. it's ready. Okay. Because right gonna... now they are on my mailing list.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. So we're going to see, eventually we will discover whether whether these people convert or not. But anyways, I guess... You know, eventually it's a numbers game. Like we talked about about this in our courses as well. Like when people go to Google and they search for, I don't know, learn German, like they have purchase intent as it's called. So people are likely to buy. They have a problem. Shit, I need to go go and and learn German. They go to Google and then they see a course. This is what I need. There is a high chance that they buy. Then in the end, if people are on TikTok or, you know, Instagram, yeah, they might not just be scrolling, they might make me bored. Sorry, they might be bored. But in the end, I guess, if you have a 200,000 followers, there's also there's always going to be a certain percentage who's that's gonna buy, right? So yeah. yeah, well, for me, yeah, this was really interesting to talk to you, because this was really a, a kind of a discovery for me personally, as well. I'll, I always thought that you know, Instagram and, and TikTok, maybe not that great for conversion. But I guess if you have the energy, if you really like those platforms, if you're good at it, you know, then, then like you do, then anything can work. So maybe that's a key lesson of this interview. You just need to do what, what you choose a platform that.
1: Yeah, you know, that works really best confront. for you. Yeah. You should really love it because if you don't love it, um, you will quit. <laughs> yeah. So Someday basically or anything,
0: anything can work, any platform can work as long as you're just willing to put in the effort, you like it. And people can see that. I mean, when I watch your stories, I can see like, okay, this, this girl, she's very, she's very passionate. You can, you can see that, right? That's hard for oh, anyone else you know. to, to, to copy, to, to um, yeah, as you said,
1: yeah.
0: even if... And you, you should really happen.
1: be yeah. willing to, to help others because i 'm not doing it for for myself only because i I, I really want to help people and um, it 's so nice to see um, to see the results to see mm-hmm. how people are getting better or because even my online student they text me t- students they text me all the time telling me oh i I got in your job or i now i 'm studying at the university thank you maria i've passed the exam or like now, um, I, I don't know. So you know, feel so. very
0: fulfilled. You, you see that students again. Exactly.
1: Results.
0: Yeah. That's great. Any final tips for someone who wants to get started on TikTok? Like, so, so we're just saying basically is that they cannot just copy paste the content from the Instagram to the TikTok. I mean, they can do it, but it won't work.
1: Uh, no, maybe. Um, Maybe you can copy the idea, but you have to translate it into this new language because TikTok is speaking its own language. And uh, it's very, actually, it's very hard at the beginning because kids are, yeah, they like, they, they're they telling you everything straight into your face. <laughs> and it, it was very funny. At the very beginning, I didn't know much about TikTok and um, some of the kids wrote comments like uh, only two letters f y and i was kind of thinking what do they mean
0: <laughs> fuck you <laughs>
1: um n- yeah that's what, what i i did want to, th- to say it but <laughs> that that's what i thought but actually it was for you because of, <laughs> uh, on tiktok you have like this for you page and if, <laughs> if someone is on for you page you are being recommended to for other users users and that's what they wanted to tell me like hey girl you're not on the for you page and they <laughs> use this abbreviation and i and got offended oh well, why <laughs> why don't they like my content and they are so like such mean so kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> then uh yeah I, maybe a couple of weeks ago i understood what they meant <laughs> mm. um yeah so you have to you have to be creative and like don't be afraid to to show who you are because on tiktok um it's not that perfect it's not that perfect picture like instagram anymore mm-hmm. because um one of my videos performed really well because i was showing like like um, myself behind the the scenes, how I'm working, how I'm I'm teaching online. Mm. And then uh, in the next video sequence, I was showing like myself from the side, wearing Mm. my pajamas, (laughs) Mm. because like people see, uh, yeah, (laughs) and don't see my legs or what I'm wearing. And I was telling about um, teaching online and how comfortable it can be. (laughs)
0: Mm. Yeah, That you can can do it in your pajamas.
1: Yeah, exactly. Hmm.
0: So, now you you got an, you also got started on YouTube uh, not very long ago. How has that journey for, been for you so far? Like compared to TikTok and Instagram? Um,
1: I must say I'm I'm very patient. So I know that the YouTube algorithm um, is different. It takes time to recognize good content, um, and you have to be consistent. Because right now I'm working on my course and I don't have that much time for YouTube. I, I I'm still trying to produce at least two YouTube videos a month, mm-hmm. um, and um, so it's fun as well. So it's something different, and um, so for YouTube I am. You know, I have I have a camera, so I'm using my phone for. For Instagram, but for my YouTube videos, I had to buy a ca- camera because I really want to have good quality. And now I'm also delegating stuff because I have someone who is cutting the videos for me and putting yeah. the subtitles um, because I, I don't have time for that. And it's at some point of time, point of time, it's important to delegate things yeah, exactly. in order to grow.
0: Especially if you run free channels and if you're teaching as well, right?
1: yeah that's it
0: well thank you maria any final any final tip for lampowners who want to do instagram or, or tiktoks like things that we haven't mentioned yet
1: okay so guys it's very important to to leave your comfort zone from time to time so that's what i've been doing the last years and that's like my advice, um, not to be too comfortable for a long time. And if you like notice that everything is going well, so you need to take another step to grow further because um, that what's, that's what's important to to develop that's yourself. That's
0: how to progress, right? So, what was the scary? Just the last question. What was the scariest thing that you that you've done last year?
1: Last year. <laughs>
0: Was it starting TikTok? Was it your first YouTube video or was it something else?
1: I think YouTube, my first YouTube video because uh, I've been thinking a lot about <laughs> the first video and how to, to make it and it was very new to me and it's something very serious. Like YouTube, it's a bit different yeah. compared to Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. yeah, But I'm very proud of myself that I made this step.
0: Well, if people want to follow you on YouTube or on Instagram or on TikTok, we're going to put all the links in the show notes. So just check it out if you're listening to this episode. Maria, thank you very much for this interview. And uh, yeah, looking forward to maybe meeting you somewhere at an offline event. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Jan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye
0: want to learn how you can grow your language business or maybe meet us at one of our upcoming events then go to our website langpreneur.com thanks for listening and see you in the next episode